Welcome to another episode of Risky Pinoza with me, Carlo from Magna Crypto and Nick from Rafe London. Let's, uh, let's get this show on the road, huh? Let's do it. Crypto update. Crypto update. I swear it's, I mean, I've been, I've been in the game for about three years, four years now. And this is, this is, this is, getting, this is getting to a joke point now, you know, Nick. Like, Dogecoin, Dogecoin is... It's like seventy cents now, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like fifth, top five, fifth, fifth um, highest market cap, and it's, it's it's a literal joke coin. So now it's like, what's what's the point of doing any technical analysis, fundamentals, when you got a joke coin at fifth place? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's it just keeps going up and up. Um, a lot a lot of people like. I watch like different podcasts, un- unrelated to crypto, but they might talk about crypto or different investments, stuff like that. And uh, you've you've got people that you would you would deem as probably low intelligence level. <laughs> 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 yeah, put, put it politely, uh, and and they're like you know, <laughs> invest in Doge, invest in Dogecoin. You know, it's gonna go to the moon, and they're like serious, and I'm like Jesus Christ, what's going on? So, mm. Dogecoin is um, basically taking the limelight for the last week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Are you so invested in it? I, I haven't invested in it. You have or you haven't? I have, I have not. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely would have been nice if I, if I put some money into it. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's gone up like 15x. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, have you? Uh, no, nah, I have. I, to be honest, I don't even know where to buy it from. Okay. Buy Do you know where to buy Bi- it from? Binance, I think, have Dogecoin. Oh, yeah. Binance, yeah. yeah. Nah. No verification going on there. Oh, yeah. uh, so. still. <laughs> As in, I tried it last time. I haven't yeah. tried since, you know. Okay. You, you know, they have that automatic facial verification thing where it's like put your face in this egg, you know. Oh, yeah. And then, and then it will just be, it will just constantly be like, too far. Uh, <laughs> stop covering your mouth too far. Stop covering your mouth too far. Stop covering your mouth. I'm like, bro, I'm not even moving, mate. <laughs> so I just gave up on that. Um, I'll try another time. Did you Did you do it on your phone or on your laptop? Uh, phone. Okay. No, normally on the phone, it's it's better. So it's a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Boys don't like Asian faces. It? <laughs> it doesn't recognize the facial structure. Yeah, it's unknown. But I mean the. Weird, the CEO of Binance, he's Asian. What kind of Asian? <laughs> <laughs> Asia is massive. Yeah, he's massive. <laughs> he's, he's from the Far East. He's Chinese. Oh, right. Yeah. He's a, uh, yeah. Different kind of Asian. Kind of Asian. <laughs> Different flavor. Different flavor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit weird. I don't know, mate. Yeah, it's weird out there. It's not working. Definitely, definitely keep trying, don't man. Binance mm. is, is the, in my opinion, the top the top exchange. It's got like most coins that you'd want. Mm. <clears throat> What's their fees like? Do you know, Coinbase takes ninety nine cent ninety nine p every time, and that's long. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's two percent, so it could be, it would be more. I don't. Is it a fixed one ninety nine or ninety nine? 
He, well, I only make small trades right now. Oh, okay. So for me, so far, it's always been 99. Okay. Uh, maybe it's more if you mm. do larger amounts in it. Because I think my crypto portfolio at the moment is under 100 pounds in it. So oh, okay. Yeah, I'm literally cool. just putting like tiny amounts in spare places. Like my well, biggest holding is Ethereum in it. Oh, nice. You've right seen some gains, yeah? A little bit uh, of gains. Let's check it ish ish not not too many gains because hmm. I only bought it like what two days ago three days ago okay you missed uh, um, a big rally mm. yeah I was just happy to finally be able to buy shit right? <laughs> like w- which bank finally gave you the okay uh Barclays oh Barclays okay yeah did you have to do anything no. I did, it's because I have a bar, I had a Barclays account. I just never used it. Okay. Um, and when I was reading online, they were like, "Yeah, Barclays, is, uh, eh, doesn't really work, you know." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Cool, I won't use it." But then now, this time, I was like, "Bro, I really want to get in, you know." So mm-hmm. I tried it and it worked, luckily. So yeah, ratings for Barclays has gone up. <laughs> <laughs> Should give me a five star, yeah. Uh, more like one point five now. One point five. One point five. Ruthless. I mean, they're an all, all right bank, you know, but the yeah. customer service is shit. So I'm not really interactive with the customer service. Like I, in the in the branches and stuff. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> a lot of um, my family's business deals with Barclays, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And Barclays was my ba- main bank account for a long time. So their branch customer service is dead. All the time. All the time. <laughs> it's dead. Shocking. Um, it could just be offered, isn't it? But in general, I've seen that it's shit in general. So. Pro- probably is offered. <laughs> Maybe. Like, Every time I walk past Barclays, it's, it's like packed, man. Queues all the time. It's bro. massive queues because they don't have any management. Ah, okay. They have no proper management and like you know if you want to go counter you want to go machine everything mm. is go stand in the same queue oh, okay. and even there even if there's no one on the machines mm-hmm. you just go wait until it's your turn and that's nonsense it's it's so much nonsense like uh, i i normally go with my dad to his bank halifax and they have proper management like they're like are you going to the to the cash machine or you want to go to the counter blah blah, blah and they separate the queues and that Mm, no, Barclays isn't like that, bro. And I see all the people working in Bar- Barclays just standing there having a chat, and I'm like, bro, you're not supposed to be like doing something. Look after your fucking customers, isn't it? Like, the queue is going around the block, isn't it? Like, yeah, get to work. Yeah, get to work. I mean, yeah, it's, it definitely sounds like management is not efficient. No, at least they can not, go down the queue and say, what, where, where do you want to go? What, are, what are you using? Mm, they do that sometimes, but it's mm. it's rare, you know. They should give me the job, bro. <laughs> send an application. Send an application to the CEO. Tell him your your branch is, your branch stinks. I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you. Yeah, trust man. But now, fuck Barclays, Leons. Say no more. We are out here trying to start our own banking. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some <laughs> I mean, point, honestly. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> one C- day. Crypto bank. That's yeah, that's it, man. That's why I'm learning to be a blockchain developer, in it? Yeah, yeah. If you've uh, started, have you gone to live 
um, have you created your coins on a live blockchain? <clears throat> no, not yet. Testing. First of all, because <laughs> I didn't own any Ethereum until like two days ago. Uh. <laughs> Secondly, obviously, I don't want to be spending real money on that. Right. So instead, what I'm doing is I'm learning uh, pretty much every language under the sun. Isn't it? Jeez. <laughs> Multilingual. Yeah, like I made a list yesterday and I'm I'm working on that. That's what I was doing like right now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a list of about 14 languages that I want to learn. Mm-hmm. In the next month. <laughs> in the next month? Well, in the do, you, next do, you, month. do you basically want to learn a little bit from all of it or something? Or? So I want to learn the fundamentals and the syntax of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously I don't want to... Uh, listen, I'm under no delusion that after one month of doing it, I'm going to be some sick developer in it. No chance yeah. yet. <laughs> no unless, chance unless about that. Unless you were a slight genius. Maybe, but I, I've right. tried coding before and and I, I don't think I am. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, so no chance about that. But what I want to do is I want to learn the, learn the fundamentals of all of the languages. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm hoping, as in, I've already started to notice the similarities between mm-hmm. the languages that I already know. Mm-hmm. So I already know basic Python. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm learning Java. Mm-hmm. Um, I know basic uh solidity which is the ethereum uh which is the language for ethereum smart contracts mm-hmm. so i'll know that and, and i've already seen the the similarities between java and solidity mm-hmm. um like the structure and stuff is uh, fairly the fairly similar in it okay so that that's pretty much my plan i want to learn the syntax and the basics for them all yeah that way i can start and then what i'm going to do after that month is just start building projects on wherever I find interesting, you know. It's a good, so, it's a good plan, man. It's a good yeah, because um, I learn best by making things rather than just sitting here and, you know, like, oh, yeah, look, you type this and this happens or type this and then you get hello world. And I'm like, bro, that shit's boring <laughs> as hell, man. I, wanna, I don't want to do that. Innit? Are you talking about that's exciting, man? No, I've done that so many times and it just makes me want to give up on programming, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to, you know, fill it out like next, next 30 days. I'm going to hopefully if I stay on schedule, I should have all of them done fundamentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just start f- building projects in there, mm-hmm. uh, whether that be, you know, uh, DeFi apps or crypto tokens or trading bots or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Once I have a fundamental knowledge of pretty much all the technologies, mm-hmm. Um, I can then use them like interchangeably when I need to and learn as I start building projects. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's my plan, man. It's a, yeah, it's a sick plan, and uh, you'll have you'll have a good arsenal by the end of that, like you said. Mm. Help you decide I'm what. Plan to dedicate about four hours a day in you know? uh, uh, Oh yeah, that's 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 plenty of time then. Yeah, I mean, n- not really, because people are like, if you want to be a sick developer. If you want to learn, if you want to be sick at Python, mm-hmm. you need to div- you need to do two hours a day for around six months, mm-hmm. and you'll be a a, um, a, <coughs> a beginner to intermediate level Python developer in it. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, I'm not going to be anywhere close to that in the next thirty days. Yeah, but, because know. because you're learning different languages as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I'm yeah. not just learning one. I'm learning all of them, but very, very fundamentally in it, yeah. on on like the bare bones level. So so basically, you'll be able to like do a couple of things, and then you get hello world with each language. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's where I'm gonna go. Um, but that's yeah. calm. I don't wanna. Basically, you know, I've started to. Um, Um, yeah, I've started to build projects already, and like obviously mm-hmm. you saw the crypto tokens I made. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with that was when I was trying to follow along and build that, mm-hmm. that wasn't the issue. The issue was because I didn't know the fundamentals of the language. I had to piece all of that together, and I didn't know how everything interacts with each other. In it. Mm-hmm. So if I learn the fundamentals of all of the languages... And then when I start building the projects, then at least I know why they write what they write. In it, mm-hmm. I might know I might not know in depth how to be a sick developer, but I'll know the bare bones level, mm-hmm. and then I can follow along and learn from actually building the projects. Yeah. Um. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, by yeah. following tutorials, really, like, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to start building project unguided projects straight away. No chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but f- by building, uh, by starting with guided tutorials, and then I'll start doing unguided tutorials. Yeah. Um, not unguided to un unguided projects, and where I'm like, yo, I want to try building a trade bot. So let me let me see what I can do. Um, how, how how proficient do you think you have to be to be able to make like a trading bot? Uh, I'm not too sure to be. Honest. I mean, so obviously. I would say relatively proficient, at least if you want to make a good trading bot. Mm. Um, but I think because there's so much material available online to learn, mm-hmm. if you're decent at, uh, if you if you can understand the languages decent enough, um, and you have experience uh, going through a guided tutorial, then I think you should be able to do it, and I don't mm. think it should be anything too difficult. Obviously, it won't be a good trading bot, but you know, it would be a trading bot. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a there was a a, a, a sc- wasn't it a scam? It's called a, it's called like a rug pull, basically. Uh, there's a lot of new um, cryptos coming out because the market is just hot right now. Every everyone. Under the sun is making projects, and uh, well, this wasn't a project. This was a, a hacker which ex- which was able to find a, a bug in this finance DeFi coin, and mm-hmm. what it did was like there was like a version one and a version two of this of this crypto, and he he put in put in like a function in the version one, uh, which allowed allowed it to. I think it allowed it to pull to take some tokens or something like that and then when it upgraded to version 2 uh, that that code was still in there uh, and mm-hmm. so there was a essentially a, uh, yeah he, he, he left like the, the bug in there I don't know how he did it but he took like 51 million in the end because <laughs> the the code wait, was wait this was his this was his own crypto no nah, this this was a uh, someone who hacked another project Okay, because, um, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Do you know what type of project it was? Like, was it based on the Ethereum net? Or yeah, yeah, it was on the Ethereum net. It was. Net. It was a finance coin. 
So it was an ERC twenty token. Let me let me find the name of it. Um, See now I can have these kind of discussions and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit now. <laughs> you, you could find you could uh, find out and understand exactly what he did. Uh, the thing is, you know, smart contracts making smart contracts actually bare easy. Like yeah, like it's proper easy. You know, like the amount of code you required is really not that much. At least to make a simple token, you know. Yeah. Um, which is which is quite sick. Like, if you think about it. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Like, um, but I want to learn. You know, have you heard of Viper? No. So Viper is another language for blockchain development as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, which is meant to be more secure and than Solidity. Solidity is you know Solidity is the language they use. Um, for Ethereum blockchain spot contracts in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Viper is another one like that. Is so is it um, exclusively for crypto or something? Or? It's uh, it's for blockchain in it. Okay. But it's used on mostly used on the Ethereum blockchain. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of um, Uniswap? Yeah. So I was reading about his story today, and it's quite mad. Do you know about his story? No, I don't even know. So this guy, he was like, he was a mechanical engineer, um, not from like Stanford or anything, as you always hear about. He's just a mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. He used to work as uh, um, doing some fluid dynamics or whatever at Siemens. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got fired after like one year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was at home he was like he, I think he was like 26 or something at that time and he was like I don't know what to do and one of his friends was on the Ethereum uh, community or something like that so he brought him in he was like yo listen learn this learn this so he learned how to code mm-hmm. um, and then uh, yeah and then he built Uniswap in there basically jeez <laughs> you know what I mean like and then within three years he was like you know you know where Uniswap is now and yeah. like yeah is, is he a billionaire or multi-millionaire uh, he's definitely a multi-millionaire yeah um, but it's, it's quite mad isn't it that like is, he's still yeah. only 29 now like think that's about crazy it. and and he he was he at Siemens what was he doing uh, mechanical engineering so he wasn't even a coder no, he wasn't a coder. He learned to code, and yeah, within and within three years, he created Uniswap. Yep, no, no, he created Uniswap, and then within three years, it blew up, and it. Oh, okay. So he created Un. He, I think he spent a few uh, a month or a year or something creating yeah. Uniswap. Crazy! I think Uniswap was like the first one that fixed an important element within um, decentralized exchanges because before that, I don't think they were very popular. He they did he created some kind of element in there that which was, I think it was maybe automated market maker. Something he did was different to the rest. That mm. that blew up the whole the whole space. That's sick though, man. So, <laughs> I guess that's some hope in it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why I want to be a blockchain developer in it. Yeah, man. This I need to send you a video by Raul Raul Paul. He's a um, macro investor. Have you heard of him? Uh, no. He's a, he's a he's a he's a he's a bad man. He's sick. But he's he's big into crypto now. He he came from the 
kind of macro traditional finance world and he got mm-hmm. uh, he got introduced to crypto 2013 but he did a really sick video basically looking at the, the trajectory um oh. um looking at the trajectory of where crypto was and where it's going he's basically saying it's the traditional world is essentially dead like there's no more value being created it's just inflation it's just money printing and there's not much growth whereas crypto is like the whole new world where it's going to be an absolute explosion of growth uh, exponential there's going to be many many industries that will be built on on blockchain so Mm -hmm. kind of going back to what you said it it makes sense then to that it's still early to learn how to code so many more things that will be developed in it yeah, that's what I'm thinking, man. Like, I have a few ideas as to where I want to implement blockchain, you know. Yeah. So, best believe my whole intention is always to learn blockchain so I can make my own business. And <laughs> 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 of course, Nick, Nick ain't working for nobody. Yeah. But, you know, I'm I'm down to, like, use it to get a job in the short term if I need to. But yeah, the final thing has always been to create yeah you know what I mean? you no that's that's sick um the 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 crypto that was hacked was called U- uranium finance which was funny enough a uniswap um fork on binance so they must have copied uniswap's version 2 and then tweaked it a little bit and put it on binance <laughs> and a smart chain oh uh, swear yeah and 51 million uh, was exploited. Uh, All of these crypto websites look the same, bruv. Which, what are you looking at? Uranium Finance. Uranium Finance. <laughs> and I was just looking at uh, Uniswap just before that. And okay. They legit like look the same. Like They have the same kind of design. You know? Yeah. Just copy and paste in it. I, I listen, yeah. man. I'm telling you. Just copy so one of them. And change it to to Ray Finance something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, don't even get me started on Raf, bro. I have a whole thing of, I have a whole thing that I want to do. In a, you're in front of a computer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of uh, RTFKT? RTFKT. Yeah. Nah, what's this? Go on their website. Uh, yeah. Okay, virtual sneakers. The NFT, NFTs. So they do NFTs, um, but if you go on their drops, yeah, you see how their shoes are. Let's see, website looks sick. Okay, like Air Forces. Legendary. Well, they have a lot of weird looking shoes, <laughs> but <is> pigeon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but meta pigeon. Well, yeah, That's yeah, sick. meta pigeon, yeah. yeah. So what they do is they do a lot of um virtual things in it yeah um but what i want to do is i want to implement this kind of thing into into my brand these virtual things uh virtual things yes but not as a substitute to real things in it okay so it's not just virtual and like hey buy a virtual t-shirt and not like Mm. that Mm -hmm. but like they have a lot of features that i really want to do like 
I want to create a whole year. Actually, I don't know if I want to give this idea away. In <laughs> the There's podcast, millions of people who are listening, so yeah, be careful. Yeah, trust, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, see, yeah, you'll see. Yeah, it looks sick there. Um, so, uh, the, the, just um, going back to the, uh, the money that was stolen, mm-hmm. just so you under, kind of understand what actually happened, it, it said, um, so the, the pair contracts in Uranium version 2 had a bug, so like, maybe like a Polkadot Binance coin pair, um, mm-hmm. had a bug due to which anyone could interact with them and re- withdraw almost all tokens due to a calculation error. Uh, the balances of pair con- contracts during sanity checks were 100 times larger than the real ones. Don't know what that means. The exploit itself, <laughs> the exploit itself looked like this. So before interacting with Uranium, the attacker sent the minimum amount of each token to pair contracts. After that, they used a low-level function swap, uh, open bracket, close bracket. Who's do you, have, have you done that? You know. <laughs> just oh yeah, yeah. Low-level con- function swap. I do that all the time, bro. Ah, okay. so, so you, <laughs> no, I was being sarcastic, bro. Ah, I thought you. Because <laughs> you said low-level function, I thought, oh, maybe he's done this. <laughs> no, I was repeating what you said, isn't it? No, as in, I, I get what you mean. Uh, ish in him okay like i remember um, you know you know did you say open bracket close bracket yeah yeah so i think what that basically means you just put in an empty function in there because i remember okay. doing that in um i remember you know the movie the social network yeah yeah so i remember he saying that he was like when he was trying to get pictures from one of the <clears throat> one of the houses in harvard yeah uh, the way their thing was set up is he would just put in an empty function. So you just put an empty search, essentially. Mm-hmm. And because the search is empty, it gives you all of the results. And okay. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I, I have done that before on other websites where yeah. I'm like, where I'm trying to look at everything in a list. Because mm-hmm. um, if they don't code that out, then you can exploit that. Because uh, okay, you, you, you can just run an empty search and it will just show you all of the results. Um, maybe it means that, or maybe I'm just chatting shit in it. You never know. <laughs> uh, no, it, it makes sense. Um, so, so after they, after that, they use that function whose execution should drain both reserves, so both of the pairs. Uh, the Uranium team migrated the contract to version two, about ten days ten days ago, and the old version did not have this bug. I wonder how the team didn't notice this bug and why all this time Uranium users' funds were in danger. Uh, how long ago was this? So this was 28th of April. Okay, so very recently. Yeah, very recent. So yeah, so it was a low-level... Low sounds like a low-level issue that was not fixed. And then exploit there you go so that's why crypto is especially DeFi is is, is, it's extra risky because of this like like the the kind of the 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 group that I I joined one of the things they do is they actually look at the code 
properly. They've got like a team of people. They'll look at the code. Is it legit? Has it been audited? Blah blah blah. Mm. And then they give it the all clear, and they all spot like this is not strong code, and so mm-hmm. it's probably like it can be exploited. Let's see what language uranium is made from. Well, I'm just getting info on uranium. Okay. The actual element. <laughs> uh, <laughs> find out what language that is in. <laughs> Atomic number ninety-two, group twenty. <laughs> <laughs> in the elements, though, pre- was the periodic table. Yeah, but yeah. one uranium finance. You know, graph. imagine um, bigger cryptos like that are like top twenty or top fifty market cap. Some even some of them could be exploited, like Ethereum back in there. I think I've told you like it was hacked like hundreds of millions when it back in twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. I think mm-hmm. twenty seventeen, which was like the peak of the bull run, which is like this this kind of time. Um, so this the crazy thing is this could even happen to bigger cryptos as well. Can these kind of hacks? Oh yeah, 100% man. That's why you got to be careful and not put too much money in there. In, into cryptos? Yeah, into cryptos. Hmm. I mean, yeah, for now at least, isn't it? while mm-hmm. the industry is still relatively young. Yeah, exactly. The rest of the market... I'm sure though, they're going to... Yeah, go on. I'll say the rest of the market is, is, is killing it, you know? Yeah. As in, I was going to say, I'm sure they're going to regulate the shit out of it at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they will, of course. They need to get their funds, in it. Yeah, but until then, until they don't understand, they're just going to be like, yeah. And do what you it's want. An, yeah, it's an open playground until then, isn't it? The good, you know, the good thing about decentralised finance and, and just decentralises. Don't, I don't think they can actually like regulate it because not, there's not like a company you can go to and say stop this because it's like you put the code out and then it's it's out there for everyone to adopt use it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. so but what about the person who puts the code out well I think once it it's, it's like I think it's in the same area as um, BitTorrent it's like once you make it public, like you don't own it or something like that, there's there's something that they do like they can't get sued or something like that because all the videos that are being streamed are not actually on their servers. It's not they don't they're not sharing it, it themselves. They just put the code out or something like that, and the people mm-hmm. do the rest. So I think there's a, there's a grey area there. Mhm. Which which is good. Because <laughs> <laughs> that means like still anyone can just release a project, put it on Uniswap or whatever, and then if people like it, then they'll they'll start using it. So wait, Uniswap uh, is for how do you get listed on Uniswap? Uh, so I, th- I think. Let's say you created some tokens. You you would have to put a bunch on Uniswap, uh, maybe 
maybe put a bunch of Uniswap in and put like USDT as well, like the US dollar, the mm. crypto version. You got, I think you've got to put it there as, as its liquidity and then people can start buying it. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Mm -hmm. I think it's quite easy. Listing your ERC token on Uniswap. Go to Uniswap. Connect your wallet. Click on pool. Add liquidity. Select a token. Paste your tokens. Contract address. Hmm. Sounds easy. Yeah, sounds easy. Don't look like a 10-page application like <laughs> the yeah. other one. Exactly. Come, Rafcoin coming soon, <laughs> Get it on that Uniswap. <coughs> on not? Uniswap. At the moment, as we've mentioned before, literally any project can, can attract money. Yeah. It's to be honest, yeah, yeah, go on. No, go on, go on. Um, it's like our, you, you, that's the thing you know what I was saying earlier you know with uh, Rathcoin mm -hmm. I want to make it I just want to approach it uniquely you know, like I want to incorporate blockchain and stuff like that in my brand because mm -hmm. I haven't seen anyone else do that yet or at least even if they do I haven't like seen it on like um, it's not mainstream in it basically mm -hmm. Um, so I want to create a whole ecosystem of my own for my brand where it's like if you have your own tokens then you can have your own digital goods your NFTs mm -hmm. which connect to and I want oh yeah and I want to do like blockchain based uh, authentication for my goods for example oh yeah yeah you know what I mean like stuff yeah. like that anyways where everything is just all connected in one yeah yeah, that'll be sick. That's that. That'll definitely um, stand you out from the crowd, man. Mm. Like I said, you'll be one one of the first. Yeah. Like there's people now who are either traditional fashion brands or they are you know virtual brands like the RTFKT. You know, but I want to combine the two where it's it's like a it's like a middle ground, and yeah. We get the coolness of, of crypto. We also get some real clothes out of it. <laughs> <laughs> things you can actually wear. Yeah, things you can actually wear. Facts. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. And... I, st I still haven't um, started my Magna Crypto coin. Bro, listen, it's bare easy. I think you <laughs> could do it in like two hours. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? Yeah. At least, at least this do weekend. it on the um, on the test on the test net, and obviously you will do it on the test net. Yeah. Um, no, you no, get I'm, the hang of it. I'm doing it on the live main net. Yeah, I don't what? do no test. I go straight to For the, the main first net. time. Yeah. <laughs> straight. Listen, bro, if you like gambling with your ether, you, know, you might send it to me, bro. I'll put it to better use. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah. I'm I'm seven seven subs away from a thousand, so I've got to make it now. I've got to, I've got to release it for the for the one k celebration in it. Yo, hundred percent, man. Yes, I need to, I need to go Yo. straight me in it. You might you might end up crushing and burning, but yeah, I mean you know gas fees are quite high. I heard so. But I, I think I think I'll probably use Cosmos. 
which is another like blockchain project platform. Um, what do they have their own blockchain? Yeah, yeah, they've got their own blockchain. Okay. I the thing def- is, do you know how to develop <laughs> on Cosmos? <laughs> nah, mate. That's the thing, man. That's why I chose Ethereum, isn't it? Because there's yeah. a lot of um, literature out there on ERC20 tokens. And um, obviously, you know, ERC20 tokens are very popular. And you know, like mm-hmm. Binance Coin is an ERC20 token. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. There are loads. Yeah, like... USDT is an ERC20 token, USD coin is ERC20 token, obviously wrapped Bitcoin is as well, Chainlink, mm-hmm. they're all ERC20 tokens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it makes sense, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. I, I don't know about, <clears throat> or is it Cosmos, did you say? Co- yeah, Cosmos. Yeah, yeah, Ethereum is by far the, it's the most popular and whatnot. I'm looking at because I know there's, um, there's a toolkit, a, a easy to set up toolkit on the Cosmos blockchain, that, which allows, I guess, people to build uh, projects quite easily. And it's got it's got a decent, it's got quite a good um, ecosystem as well. Quite a lot of good strong projects on there. Um, What's the thing for Cosmos? Atom. Atom, yeah. Oh yeah, you know I watched a video and I bought some yesterday. And oh yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. It, it went up. 20, 20 odd percent yesterday which is uh, good times well since I bought it it's, it's been up two pounds yeah, how much did you put in <laughs> four pounds <laughs> <laughs> so it's gone up 50% that's good as in the overall price has gone up two pounds and oh okay okay so uh, not my my not my portfolio just the overall price okay, has gone up two okay. pounds I mean, it's because I put in five pounds, but fucking Coinbase takes like one pound in fees, bro. It's... They drain your fees. Yeah, trust me. But That's it... like twenty five percent of my whole <laughs> investing amount is a bit less. I, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's I, best. I, I think that I think that must be like the minimum fee you'll take if you, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's possible, man. Yeah. Like, I haven't had any. Big investments on Coinbase. Like, yeah. I bought in. Um, my largest investment was in Ethereum, and I bought that on a Bitstamp. Oh, really? This. Um, yes. Like recently. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. Oh wow. Bitstamp. Yeah, I and I know. bought XRP on <coughs> Bitstamp as well. I don't know a lot of people that use Bit Bitstamp. It's because uh, XRP is on Bitstamp, in there. Oh okay. And the thing is. Bitstamp's minimum deposit is fifty pounds. Yeah. So I had to put in fifty pounds, but I didn't want to put fifty pounds on just XRP or mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So I put twenty on Ether, twenty on XRP, and I still got ten left in it. Okay. In hindsight, I should have done twenty-five, twenty-five, because I got ten pounds left now, and I can't spend that anyway because their minimum buy is twenty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you played yourself. I played myself heavily. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny uh, so you oh, got to add more base I, yeah I hope I don't have to add another 50 pounds because that's just long <laughs> that is too funny by the way on Coinbase you can actually and there's a trick where you can uh, purchase coins for free <clears throat> tell me more <laughs> <laughs> so there's a Coinbase and there's, there's a Coinbase Pro mm-hmm. and obviously and Pro is more for uh, 
people that have got more experience. Mm-hmm. And and basically, the Pro is like the proper trading website where you can you can actually set market orders, limit orders. You can look at the order mm-hmm. book, things like that. So it's proper like a trading console. So on there, if you if you move your funds, if you have funds there, if you move it to Coinbase Pro, uh, you can. What you need to do is basically set a limit order, and instead of a market order. So market order is like an instant one that that takes the next available price and then and then uh, matches it with with your order. But a limit order mm-hmm. is something that will take. Uh, it's, it's not instant, basically. Um, so you got to wait until your order gets hit. Um, but essentially, if you do that, if you use a limit order, you don't have, you, you don't have to pay any fees. So. Do um, you have to pay for Coinbase Pro? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I didn't pay for it. I don't know if they've changed it since I signed up. But can you I, use the same account as Coinbase? Yeah, you can. Okay. And you'll you'll probably pick it up fairly quickly and how to do it. Maybe you have to watch a video. Mm, I'm making a car right now. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. So like, I think to explain maybe a little bit better, market orders, let's say you want to put £50 in, you'll put £50 in on and buy Ether, buy, and then it gets you the next available price. But limit order, you might say, I want to put £50 at X price and then once Bitcoin's price or Ether's price goes and hits that level, then it gets activated. Yeah, no, I'll get you, man. Yeah. It's like, when you put a market order, you'll just find the, the you'll try and make the transaction ASAP, you know? Exactly. At exactly. whatever price. Yeah. Yeah, I hate you. Yeah, I guess that's, that's that, that might be why it's a bit more, why it's got fees on it. Are you sure you can use the same account? Yeah, I, I use... Oh, but do you have to sign up or do you just sign in? Uh, it's been a little while ago still. I think you might have to sign in. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, sign yeah. in. Okay, sorted it. Signed in. Yep. Uh, yeah, calm. I mean, excellent. I thought Coinbase Pro, you had to pay, you know. Yeah, it is. You do think that because it says Pro, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to see if I can move it from my bit stub to flipping somewhere like 10 else. Pounds. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. Can 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 you can you uh, change your ten pounds to USDT? Um, maybe I can, but you, the f- actually, yeah. yeah, I might be able to. You know. Maybe. maybe Why can, do you think that'll be helpful? Maybe you can then send that USDT to Coinbase Pro. Oh, I see. Uh, All right. but I'll try know. that. Anyway. I don't know if you can just send cash from one exchange to another. You, you might be able to, but I don't know. Uh, t- 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 if I can deposit that in, withdraw that ten pounds, that should be alright. Okay. By the way, we 
Oh, wow, talk. Amon must be higher than 50. Amon are taking a piss, bruv. Peak, man. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. deal with small funds like that, man. Yeah, they say trust. basically, you got to be a big boy. Yeah, we, what were you saying? We need, we need to talk about a very important topic. Mr. Mr. Brian Rose. Mr. Brian Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked that I, I even forgot for for the first first forty minutes. Yeah, because we had flipping your love and passion crypto chat going on. Yeah, it? yeah. Come on, crypto to the moon. <laughs> hey, before we start, Brian Rose, that the, the video from what's his name, Abnaj. The uh, the oh Abnaj. Abnaj, yeah. 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 Too funny, man. I've, I've seen that video so many times now, man. It's Which one? The crypto one? The it's, I think it's made like two two videos, maybe three. Yeah. About like, crypto, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, like, <laughs> buffalo coin to the moons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, true. Man, still. Too funny. Um, but yeah, Mr. 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 Brian Rose. Uh, so for, for the millions that are watching, I, I voted for the first time. In my in my life, as an immigrant in the UK, I vote for Brian Rose because uh, because he's he's legit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, from, so before before we get into um, obviously you know a bit more, you know from from my experience, I think I came across him maybe five years ago, maybe seven. I actually went to he like he had like um. He had like a, a pre-screening of, I don't know if the start of his, he was updating his brand or something. And we went, me and my mate went to, to his like office and then we saw like his video and stuff like that. And he was like, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. So I actually met the man. He's, he's, he's quite small. You, you know? met Brian Rose? I met Brian Rose, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, he said he's quite small. He's quite he's small. <laughs> Oh, he's quite small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's quite small. <laughs> first, which is, which is funny, but... I mean, we, we, you know, we didn't get to talk too much, but we said hello, took a picture and stuff like that. Um, but for, following his kind of career, it, mm-hmm. all, all I see is obviously his interviews. Like he interviews quite a lot of different people from different sectors, whether it's right, right wing, left wing, just abnormal subjects. And I like his interview style. You know, he asks good questions. He asks good conversations. Um, and and he's a, he's an entrepreneur, in it, so he's he's got his 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 ads that he sends off to, in his in the millions. Talking about mm-hmm. his, uh, he he helps people basically start their business. If I'm not correct, uh, maybe it's, it's like he's a, start, he helps people start his business. Start start their business. So like it's like a it's like an academy where if you've got a business idea. You go there and he helps you get it from start to finish, maybe. It's something like that. I don't know, man. You know what? That just sounds like a joke thing to me. Like, yeah. I mean, I might I come across like a hater in it, but... Mm-hmm. Why'd you say that, then? I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like people who teach people how to do business, mm-hmm. they make that their business, isn't it? Because what mm-hmm. business has he started and run... Uh, I, th- I think that's that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's his main thing. Like it's like it's like an accelerator, um, thing. Apart from that, does he do anything else? It's like yeah, it's like, it's like a school. It's like a school. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean, isn't it? Like 
he's teaching people to start a business, but mm. his business is a YouTube channel, isn't it? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know of any other one of his businesses. Like, I'm looking at his thing right now, and mm-hmm. he says the organization he's founded is London Real. Mm-hmm. All right, so London Real is obviously his YouTube channel, and the kind of be academy that you're talking about. Um. So I just had to mute my mic for a second. But sorry, yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, on his thing is the the organization he's founded is London mm-hmm. Real. Yeah. And London London Real is the you know obviously the podcast, YouTube, and the academy that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But do you not know think that puts him in the same kind of thing as? All of the other fake guru <laughs> type people, like I was waiting for it. That they just teach you how to, I mean, do business, but yeah. they don't do any business themselves. In if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. It's, it's um okay. Well, let, let, let's let's match him up with the the king himself, Mister Ty Lopez. No, no, Ty Lopez is different though Because oh, okay. Ty Lopez is not like The thing with Ty Lopez Ty Lopez is a marketer isn't it? Right You know what I mean So mm-hmm. Ty Lopez Let's forget about Ty Lopez Because I don't think what uh, Brian Rose is doing Is the same thing as Ty Lopez Because mm-hmm. um, the thing with Ty Lopez is, is he'll market anything That he can get his hands on isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So he might market this course Or that course Or blah 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 Right Mm-hmm so Brian's not doing that in it. What Brian is doing is, look, I'm gonna teach you how to be successful in it. Mm-hmm. Now, what what that puts him in the same category as, loosely speaking, mm-hmm. is uh, people like um, Tony Robbins, uh, yeah. Dean Graziosi, and all of these men in a way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So obviously Tony Robbins and stuff, they focus more on the mindset aspect of it. Yeah. Whereas Brian Rose, I guess, focuses more on the teaching business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I just, I don't get it, and to me, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, I um, I do understand, like, because there there is actually utility for, let's say you like you actually had a business idea right mm-hmm. but you don't have the mentorship or whatever you don't have the marketing team to tell you what to do but you know that you want to create x product and x service and maybe you've got you've got like a prototype whatever like would that, that is not would that not be useful to go to this company it's like this is my thing would it not be useful to go to someone who's run a business though yeah, um, I mean, yeah. How do you how do you mentor in business when you, you haven't, haven't got like, a business okay, yourself? If you haven't got a business, yeah, I yeah, think he does yeah. have a business, but that but is his business, isn't it? To help other businesses. To help other businesses. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. I see, like, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he's shit or anything. I have no experience in it, so I cannot yeah. comment on the quality. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just it just it d- d- doesn't make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know. Um, I don't want to use any bait names, but I I know people. I I follow a lot of people in the tech industry, and mm-hmm. um, but 
I don't know if you do or not. So if I just drop names, you won't get them in it. But do you know who Paul Graham is? No. He's a he's a really big um, Silicon Valley investor and entrepreneur, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, if he opened up something like that, yeah, mm-hmm. cool, makes sense, isn't it? Because he's started businesses, he knows I can learn something f- for sure. Mm-hmm. But if Paul Graham's only business was to teach people to do business, yeah, then I would think okay. Now look, I'm not saying he's shit, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. If some people just understand business, right? Yeah. Fine. If he's like that, then I guess cool, in it. But it's just slightly a red flag, and uh, yeah. the way I say that is because of the way he approaches it as well, in it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Jerome, but, um, uh, we're talking about the digital freedom platform, in it, mm-hmm. and uh, how he raised millions, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did he, what did he use the millions for, like? Obviously, I don't like understand. Homes, <laughs> million pound homes. <laughs> million, basically, because I'm looking at his website right now, right? Yeah. So first of all, if I look at his website, you might say, "Oh yeah, he spent money to develop the platform and whatever." In it. Mm-hmm. So I'm on his website right now. If I just look at the code, yeah, mm-hmm. they've made the website using Elementor. For people who don't know what Elementor is, Elementor is a WordPress website builder, in it. Oh wow! Yeah, Basically. it's like a drag and drop website yeah. builder, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So anyone who has no experience in coding or whatever can use Elementor to build a website, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So he didn't build that, right? Doesn't cost a million pounds. Maybe you know, if you want to pay someone to build it, you know, for example, if you if the website that he has, right? If you pay me five hundred pounds, I can build that in like two days, then mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, so that does not cost that much. Hosting doesn't cost that much. Um, I can't remember the name of the company he uses to host the actual uh, live things, like you yeah. know, the, like um, the because I think he, he was doing live broadcasts. Yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. exactly that. Yeah. So the company he was doing using to use live broadcasts, right? They don't charge you millions or anything. You know, mm-hmm. like it's a it's a company designed to specifically provide that service, mm-hmm. and it does not cost nowhere in the in the region of a million pounds. You know, so if I was to guess, right, for one month it would cost him. If we're being really really optimistic, let's say twenty grand mm-hmm. to do a live broadcast and set up everything. Yeah. So, what about the other <laughs> nine hundred? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, what, I mean, where's all the other money gone? Like, yeah, the, the, the thing is, I, I agree there should be, we should know exactly where the money's going. I guess, otherwise, it could, could, could go into his pocket, it could go to some BS or other projects that, that were not its intentions. But because we don't know, it's speculation, isn't it? There could be, this is, a, this is, is, this is, this is yeah, an optimistic side, there could be something that's actually costing quite a lot that we don't know. But speculation, you know. I don't see any part though that would cost quite a lot. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't see even. It could be maybe his team. I don't know if he had to do something or. It's just speculation. Like, from from what you're saying, and it makes sense. It doesn't look like there's something that's costing a lot. Maybe, maybe he wanted it for five years or something, and maybe he's, he's calculating the cost it would take to run it for a couple of years. I I don't know. Uh, 
and um, let's say you know his digital freedom platform, yeah, mm. not been updated since November eighteenth, twenty twenty. Really? Right. Yeah, that that was the last video on here on there. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, that's kind of that's you know, yeah, that's a bit. Because the thing is, if I remember correctly, when he was doing it, he was posting like every day for people to, uh, you know, like donate and stuff. Yeah. But once that finished, I don't think he even mentions it at all. Obviously, I don't watch his stuff, so I don't know. But yeah. from I, I, I get a lot of his ads for mayor and shit. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah. But I don't see him posting anything about the digital freedom platform anymore. Is, like, I mean, is, is, the, is, it, is it now London Real TV? Or is, is there actually a digital freedom platform like website? If there is. It's called freedomplatform.tv. Um, so our website is still up, so... You know that that's that's what I mean. Like his his things just kind of don't add up. You know what yeah. I'm speculating he's doing. Yeah, but you're seeing you're seeing some holes. I'm seeing a lot of holes. Like I can I'm putting a lot of pieces together. You know? Yeah. Um. Pieces was, are not adding up. Yeah, like essentially what I'm seeing is he done this digital freedom platform thing, right? Mm-hmm as a means to raise money then now he's using that money to fund his campaign for mayor you know because he's he's putting better social media ads like all of that takes a lot of money in no doubt about that uh and realistically i don't think he's gonna win (laughs) so so all all that money like gone down the drain yeah well it's 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 elevated his brand though uh, I guess it has, he's but more, it's more known. Yeah, I guess I guess you could say it's more known. Okay, should we look at his accounts for Digital Freedom Platform? Come on, I say his his London Real TV is is active though. There's like a video from three days ago. That's what I'm saying though. He's abandoned the platform. <laughs> <laughs> he's abandoned, abandoned the, the platform. The, the, the supposed cash cow. He's put yeah. all the money in. Because his whole thing was, if I remember correctly, from when he started was, oh yeah, YouTube's banning free speech and all yeah. that, so I'm gonna start my own platform. Yeah. But I, that's, I'll be honest. Even I donate, I donated five pounds. You know, like you know what? Did you actually? Yeah. Oh man. This was this was this was peak peak. Oh, time, man's like. man's being a proper hater to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't take it like that. It's always objective, isn't it? So, I like, felt like you know what it is, is is a fiber. I'm not your person, so. But I, I, th- the thing is, it was it was a very good campaign. I'll give him that, because at the time, there was actually quite a lot of censorship. Like this was when COVID first started coming out, and they were banning like any COVID videos, they were banning even crypto videos. So. He 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 timed it very well. Yeah, but you know, I think he, it's a it's a misdirect, isn't it? Like, because he just used it to raise money, yeah, but he didn't do anything with the money. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, I like the concept. Yeah. Right, and uh, as, as that exactly what you're saying is the concept is good, but he didn't follow through on that because he just raised the money and then he just cut and then. Could could it be that? Because what what happened was I don't know if you followed it at the time, but 
So he he I think he got he got delete he got banned from YouTube, and then they re they cancelled a lot of his videos, and then they came back on blah blah blah, and they cancelled a lot of his interviews. Um, so he then he raised money. He he started the Freedom Platform. At that point, he was streaming quite a lot on there. Like there was big, um, what's his name, David Ike. He was doing quite a lot <laughs> yeah. of at, at that time. It was popping. So could it be then over time it just lost popularity and then he just thought, "Fuck it, I'm gonna switch over to, I'm gonna dead it." Did All right, he could think that, but what about people's money then? Yeah, well, <laughs> the yeah. money's gone now. Um, yeah, the money like hasn't it hasn't costed yeah. him a million to execute what he's made, yeah, right? Yeah. You can easily bootstrap that with a, a couple of thousand pounds in it. Yeah. Twenty years pushing it, like even two grand, you can easily achieve that in it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if that's the case, if he's I, just abandoned it, then he's pocketed the rest of the cash, isn't it? I mean, two what two grand to make the website? No, two grand to do everything. Uh, I'm the whole thing like the whole he's thing. doing the whole thing bro the website was going to cost less yeah. than 500 pounds if yeah. you do it yourself you want to hire let's say some sick developer of which there is no need because you're using elementor which is like drag and drop you know mm-hmm. so the whole point of it is so that you don't need to be a developer to make it mm-hmm. right so uh, if you want to be optimistic let's say five grand you know, let's say the broadcasting company charges like two three k Right, let's say you paid two k for the website, five k done. That's it. And and mm. to to, so to host it and whatnot, you think it would be like five grand for for a month? No, five to host it, it will be it will be five grand. Most of the because I know um. You know the people that he used to pro to broad broadcast yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone actually rang them and got a quote in there. Mm-hmm. Of how much it would cost, yeah. Um, so I know it doesn't cost that much, and like it might cost a few grand, but it doesn't cost close to a few hundred thousand pounds as he was claiming, in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if we were to have a guess, five ten k is easily, easily more than enough, in it to cover all of the cost to achieve what he's done. Basically. Boy, then uh, you know he pulled off a good move right there. Yeah, like Increased, and then another yeah. thing, yeah. If you go to his YouTube uh, community pay- tab, mm-hmm. if you scroll all the way down, everything about the digital freedom platform has been removed. Mm. Yeah, it, it only goes maybe it only goes up to five months, but the only thing on there is about his campaign now, and there's nothing else on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's kind of sus. Let's see if we go back and if he's got videos about his digital freedom platform. Wow, he makes a lot of videos, isn't it? Yeah. Man's got two million subscribers, you know? Man uploads that every day, bro. Uh, Also, also, you know Patrick Bet David? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got called out for his MLM. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) And what? Was he called out like to his face? Yeah, they legit called out to his face and then they actually got him on as an interview. To mm-hmm. do an interview, like, yo, Wagwan, what's up? And then tell me. And then? Pers- the guys interviewing them were not convinced. Yeah, mm-hmm. but me personally, I'm all right with him. And then. Okay, you, 
do you think that, that i don't think he's a fraud or anything in it because he's okay. not in it. Like, obviously i told you that before so i don't think yeah. he's like a fraud or anything yeah but his company is and mlm <laughs> ah, okay <laughs> oh shit you know man's got to make money in it yeah it would, like yeah go I, on. I was gonna say well i think you've you've told me that before but if you could start mlm become a multi-millionaire what'd you do it <clears throat> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say no. <laughs> no, fuck it. Why not, bro? <laughs> why not? Why not? Multi-millionaire. But you know, like the thing is, I guess I would do it, but but that it could ruin your what? The thing is, Patrick Bet, as far as far as I'm concerned, isn't widely known as running an MLM. So, yeah, he isn't. Um, yeah, so if that's because the, the thing is, he doesn't talk about it on his channel, innit? Mm. Like he doesn't talk about PHP on his valuetainment channel at all. P- is that the name of the company? Yeah, that's the name of the company, PHP. So he's uh-huh. meant to say people helping people, innit? Oh, okay. Well, that definitely sounds very MLMish. When he's mentioned his company, he just talks about insurance, like selling insurance. That seems yeah. So that's sure. what they do, innit? Mm. They sell insurance so they what they do is they get people in like yo you can earn better money selling insurance come to us pay us this fee mm-hmm. uh we'll teach you and then you can go out and sell insurance and uh, <laughs> but if you recommend the people then you know <laughs> can help you, you out you like. make more money <laughs> yeah that's that's it's a bit like they do they normally they they end in some kind of they 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 get I don't know about shut down but they get found out eventually don't they like they lose. The MLMs actually is there longevity in there basically like the likes of Herbalife are they still about? Yep. Still As about. in Amway Amway's been out about since the sixties mate so. Because oh, okay. <laughs> MLMs are not illegal in it. Oh yeah 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 we spoke about that. Yeah so that's the thing right. <coughs> The thing is, I watched this interview where these two people were literally going at him, and mm-hmm. and um, obviously he was trying to. He's a smart uh, guy, though, isn't it? I imagine he. Bro, he's handled he's it. he's a proper smart guy. Yeah. Um, and he speaks. He speaks really well, and mm-hmm. um, but what I mean to say was. I get it. His his things in MLM, but he makes some valid points, and I get it. Like the way he sees it is, he sees it as just business, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, I right, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like he he did the interview like full on. Did the interview? He was answering all the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the people interviewing him were not convinced. But me personally, I'm like, yeah, all right, like do your thing and <laughs> you know what I mean yeah um, what's, what's the um, video or the interview is it um, so Ray Andre Money huh this, this is it I'm seeing a video by Ray Ray Andre Money uh, no it's not that one it's a it's a it's by a channel called Coffeezilla I think it's Coffeezilla. 
uh, on uh, its own uh, its own thing called uh, the drip. The channel okay. is called the drip. Yeah. And the video is called confronting Patrick Bet David live. Jeez, I'm gonna watch this after. At the end uh, of the day, the spelling mistake. Yeah, go on. Uh, from from uh, our point of view, he, he provides a lot of good good value, man. He's yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. The thing is, you know what? You know this guy, Coffee Silla. I used to watch him quite a lot because he exposes fake gurus and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing is, now I've I've kind of grown away from. Uh, after watching the Patrick Bet David interview, I've kind of grown away from that. Mm-hmm. I still love get love seeing people get exposed. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me wrong, you know, fake yeah. gurus. Yeah. Um, but after the interview, I'm starting to see more how how they see business and how a businessman sees business, mm-hmm. and they're not the same thing, you know. How the people like Coffeezilla. Yeah. Yeah. So how they see business and how Patrick Bet David sees business is mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. and I think I lean more towards the Patrick Bet David side in it, rather than the Coffeezilla side. How do you think uh, Coffeezilla sees business? I think he sees it from a very idealistic point of view, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they see it. They try to at least in the interview they d- try to make it really black and white, you know. Mm-hmm. When nothing in life ever is black and white, like, because mm-hmm. I remember they were asking him, like, yeah, how do you feel about you know majority of your people not earning enough to, not earning any money or blah 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 stuff like that, you know? mm-hmm. and I think he provides a valid of uh, at least what I consider to be a valid reason, which was look, what we provide is a means for people to make an income, right. We don't sell them anything or anything like that. Now, what happens is there are a lot of people who will join and they will never do anything about it, right? They might join and they will never, ever do anything about it, right? They will never try to sell insurance or anything, right? Mm-hmm. There are also people who might do it part-time where they might sometimes do it and most times not do it, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at the statistics, that statistics factors in all of those people as well, right? Mm-hmm. So it factors in the people who joined but never do anything about it. It also factors in people who join but don't really try. Maybe sometimes do it, sometimes not do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it also factors in part-timers. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It factors yeah. in all, every single person that so. joins his company, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's the company's fault if you as a person are not willing to put in the effort yeah. To absolutely. you know what I'm saying. Now I'm not saying it's it's right either. I'm just saying it makes sense to me that there's a lot of people not making money because I've seen how unproductive I can be a lot of times in it. Mm-hmm. Right, and then I know that most people suffer uh, like go through this procrastination stage as well, right? So if they're not willing to put in the work, that's gonna be reflected in the statistics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that I don't think... And then that <coughs> reflects negatively on the company as well. But I don't think it should because that statistic doesn't really show you the nuances of how much work people put in or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no. Nah, that's, that, that's a very good answer. And it makes it... Because it makes sense. 
that the the people that are not putting enough work it's going to drag down the statistics in it so well, what do you want in that yeah like that that's what i mean like i get it look mlms most people don't make many money and that's mm. fair that's normal right but to just go at someone and be like look but you're lying to people blah 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 and then i just, I just don't think that's the right approach mm-hmm. to interviewing him like you know what I mean? Like I get it. Like he was always trying to go off topic, you know. Patrick Bet David, he's a bit of a storyteller, and yeah. and then you're always yeah. thinking like, bro, just answer the question, innit? Yeah. But I think he handled the interview pretty well, to be yeah. honest. Um, he's a professional. He's a professional, and I think he did, in certain ways, he did outclass the interviewers, in it. Yeah. For sure, like the reasons he gave made sense to me. Mm-hmm. So Joma, before I was like, yeah, like. Patrick Bet David I don't know about him Because he runs the MLM Blah 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 mm-hmm. But I've heard his reason And I'm alright with him And like, I get it Like mm-hmm. now, now, now we just need Brian Rose to tell us What happened to the million <laughs> Yeah 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 <laughs> Exactly what happened But Is this um, Coffeezilla guy is he, is he His main thing Is just is, take, is looking at Fake gurus And kind of exposing them Is that his Kind of shtick Yep. Okay. He doesn't do anything else. Yo, I can't actually hear you now. Oh, can you hear me now? Oh, say that again. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um, you're saying um. Does does he do any anything else apart from? Coffeezilla. Yeah. No, I think his whole channel is based on that, isn't it? Okay. Uh, it was quite entertaining But um, I've kind of strayed away from it now Because It's turning a lot more clickbait and Yeah It's still funny But I, I, I haven't watched I haven't watched him in a while now and I, Yeah um, I, think, I, think, I think we've spoken about this But I feel like that kind of If, that's his, if that is his main thing Then it seems quite a negative Approach it's, it's good to expose yeah. people if they are nonsense, but it does seem yeah. quite negative. No, I, I I get you, man. The thing is, most of the most of the time, it's it's all right, you know. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, I don't think he interviews that well. Ah, okay, yeah. Because when he, in his videos, he's all right, you know. But when it yeah. comes to interviewing people, I think. I think he needs to work on that, because he yeah. always comes across as if he's trying to attack the other person rather than trying to actually hear it out. And yeah, and the way I see it is, if someone presents a logical point of view, then I'm like, okay, cool, winner. You got take it and in. To me, I'll take it in. Yeah, I'm like, he you know, I don't know if he will take it in, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I will take it in. You know? Mm-hmm. So uh, after PBD's interview I'm like alright cool To me it makes sense Yeah it's an MLM I get it Is it right? No But he's I understand that The statistics don't Paint the full picture Because you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people Are part timers You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Like Stuff like that So it makes sense to me Right mm-hmm. Um, And It also makes sense to me That He's running a company And They want to sell insurance Right so all he's done is he's pr- got on that MLM type of model and he's added it to the insurance industry. You know? mm-hmm. 
which I I get I guess I get that in it like cool if that's what you want to do come mm-hmm. like you do that in it yeah like so to me I'm 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 I guess relatively okay with it yeah um but you yeah. know I guess people are different I I'm looking at the YouTube sidebar and I'm seeing Patrick but David actually did a video on MLM. <laughs> Um, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, the real truth about MLM and network marketing. I wonder if he talks about himself in there. Mm, I don't know if he does. You know. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Be interesting. Yeah, yeah, watch it. Let me know what you think. Can it like? Yeah. Maybe three, oh, you might. Oh, three hours. Jesus. Oh no! The whole no no the interview is not three hours. Oh okay, this is like extra comment commentary or something. Yeah, like I think they talk to someone else afterwards, and I oh, think okay. PBD's part is uh just one hour or oh, under okay. one hour. I know. I was gonna say yeah, I'm not that interested. In this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. But you know, I can imagine interviewing is to be a good interviewer. Probably takes some work, you know. So maybe. You need to ask good questions, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I need to be open-minded as well. Just, like. I was just going to say that as well. You need to be open-minded. Like, actually li- li- listen to what the person is saying. Mm. But, I mean, maybe his agenda was to literally just attack him and expose him. To try and expose him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. possible, man. But I think it's not the right way, in it. No. To approach it, like... Like, it's if that is his intention, then he's doing what he needs to do. In it, if he if he if he wants to have an open conversation, then maybe he would have been. Like, you you can tell like there's um when journalists do interviews, they always um move the conversation, ask the questions in a certain manner to paint the mm-hmm. interviewer in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Instead of they don't actually want to have interviews, they just wanna get them to say what they want them to say. Yeah. No, I get that, man. But I feel like when that's the thing in it. Like I think business, the fact that he's not a businessman, mm-hmm. it it shows in it. Yeah. At least in that interview, it shows. Yeah. Because he 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 sounds like he comes from a very idealistic point of view and like one which is exactly exactly like that, isn't it? Yeah. So not from a realistic point of view. Whereas when it comes to PBD, mm. what he was saying to me, it makes sense from a realistic point of view, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's why I like it more. Like that's why I lean more towards that side. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kovizia was always like, yeah, but you're saying blah blah blah. You're, you know, people are not making money. Blah blah blah. We can. How do you feel about that? And he's like, bro, <laughs> I'm just providing people an opportunity. What they do with it has nothing to do with me, innit? Yeah. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? When you join my company, I'm telling you, look, we're gonna help you pass your, you know, your insurance selling exam. Mm then you can sell insurance and earn this much money. Mm-hmm. But if you choose to sit on your ass and not do that or, you know, focus on your main job, mm-hmm. you know, that's not my fault, is it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. 
Like I'm just providing you an opportunity to do so. Yeah. If you don't take the opportunity, that's got nothing to do with me. It's exactly like you said. It's 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 a different way of how we perceive things. The socialist idealistic perspective is like nah, everyone should be earning minimum wage or above. Blah blah blah. blah. But from a business perspective and re- realistic, like well, you got to work hard, isn't it? The chances there if you take it, if you're not going to do it, it's, it's up to you. Mm. Yeah, it's def- definitely yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's interesting, and like, I want to I want you to watch it. Let me know what you think. Like, yeah, see how you feel about the interview. I'll uh, I'll have a, I'll have a look at it. So, what's what's is uh, going on in the business world? What have you been uh, seeing? Uh, to be honest, um, nothing really, man. I've been focusing on crypto recently, you know. Yeah. But well, crypto is the future, know. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Though I mean, like, well, yeah, I'm trying to be part of that future and yeah. see what I can build. So, the crazy thing is, for me, because I've been in a couple of years, like uh, crypto's been about for, for for a little while, but it really is like just the beginning. You know, like many uh, a thing that Raul Paul, Raul Paul said. Um, no, I think it was someone else. Like, internet companies, if they don't adapt and get on the blockchain and get involved in one way or another, like they're gonna die eventually because everything's moving over to crypto. Like, decentralized finance is disrupting everything in the finance industry, or or will at some point. So, if they don't adapt, then it it will be you know curtains for a lot of companies what do you what do you think about that yeah i get that man i don't know man well what the thing is what are the benefits of decentralized finance like mm-hmm. well i mean for us there's a, there's a lot of benefits because we pay less in the end because it removes the, the middle man oh give me an example like uh, I think insurance. We could maybe use an example of insurance. No, not insurance. Mm. Let's 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 look at um, just I guess sending money across the diff, diff internationally. Maybe you know if you if you <coughs> use. The likes of Western Union or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. MoneyGram, you know, it'll cost X amount, seventy pound, eighty pound, whatever. I don't know how much. It's not zero though. Uh, but if you if you send a billion dollars from one anywhere to anywhere, it's going to mm-hmm. cost like a couple of dollars. So even that that alone will cut out that whole industry of Western Union. I get that in it, but I mean, I mean, look, Mm. even if the thing is, the reason, even if you have centralized finance, you can Mm. still do that, though, isn't it? Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, go on. You got you got to pay fees though, isn't it? But you got to pay fees now as well. Even with DeFi, you got to pay fees. Yeah, but you got to pay a lot less, and then you don't. You don't. Like, and it'll get to a point where it'll be pr- practically free because uh, 
BTC and Ethereum, there's a lot of gas fees and stuff like that. And BTC, you got fees. It's not very fast. But if it's XRP, for example, if you live in any country, and I live in any country, and I send you $1 billion in XRP, it costs like a few pennies. So, and it's almost instant. What about, what about small amounts, though? Because there's not that many people sending a billion dollars. <laughs> so. uh, well, have you not got a billion dollars, though? What's a very wrong? niche market. <laughs> I mean, even $10, you you know, ten dollars still is like a few penny pennies. Probably like like a drop, it's like less than a penny. And then what about to convert that XRP into a a, a usable currency? Uh, that costs some money, right? Yeah, that that will cost. So then, in the long run, is it really cheaper? Like well, to okay, if if we if let's say you're in India mm-hmm. and I'm here, and I send you. Yeah, hundred pounds worth of XRP, which will be practically free. Let's say less than a penny. So, and it it'll take three minutes to get there, and then you'll you'll convert it to, you know, USDT or something else. Maybe that 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 process will be uh, basically free. But then, yeah, when you convert it from uh, USDT or whatever into rupees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a transaction there. See, that's the thing, you know. You know, with crypto, at least at least right now, because mm-hmm. it's not mainstream. I think the uses of it are fairly limited. Like, yeah, these are all good potential uses in it. But when you when you end up like, because think about it this way, right? If you want to send someone money, I go get my fiat currency. I'll go get my pounds. Mm-hmm. I go use my pounds and then first I go put in a bank that actually lets me buy crypto, <laughs> which is no easy task. Yeah. Second of all, then I need to buy some XRP. Yeah. Then I need to send that XRP from mine to someone else who also has a, a wallet that I can send it to. Mm-hmm. So they somehow need to know enough to be able to make their own wallet. Mm-hmm. I can send them a wallet then... They need to convert that XRP into, let's say, another currency that that can be exchanged for fiat currency, mm-hmm. right? So you said USDT, so calm. So they will convert that XRP into USDT, which also incurs some fees. So let's Maybe think about it this fees, way. But yeah, some fees. So still in some yeah. fees. So I'm, I pay fees to buy XRP. I pay fees to send XRP. I pay fees to turn xrp into usdt then i pay fees to convert usdt into rupees right Mm -hmm. so at the end of that it's such a long process that Mm -hmm. you're just like bro like let me just go western union (laughs) and the guy can go in in a couple minutes and pick up cash you know know what i'm saying yeah 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 i totally agree with you right now it's still not at that stage where it can be used by by the population but down the line when it's all streamlined you know it's it will be much cheaper much faster than for this example of xrp for example, this this will be a lot cheaper and a lot faster than using western union i um, think um yeah it'll come useful in banks in it yeah because you know banks right now use um swift yeah you know what swift <coughs> is yeah? yeah 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 so or if they change if they change from using Swift, I feel like it'll be much easier in it mm-hmm. and cheaper to do international transactions. Yeah. Um I think yeah, there's a company absolutely. is already yeah. working on that. 
for 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 institutions in yeah so yeah, so an inter interbank messaging service mm-hmm. where you know Barclays can be like to the bank of india your you know xx transaction from xx person to this person mm-hmm. you know we'll pay you this you give this person that money etc mm-hmm. etc et so that would be a good use but then how much of that benefit are we going to see i don't know like just yeah. it's just because of the way the banks function in it like there's just so many layers in between what you do and the back end mm-hmm. like I, I think it will it know, will trickle down to we'll us see. down th- because if everything becomes it will, yeah 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 there will be a lot more i think what's globalization countries imagine businesses mm-hmm. international will be able to communicate and send money to each other like value will be exchanged very very easily so there'll be a, probably a lot more business going on just one example of of, uh, of an improvement yeah um, have you heard of um silo sounds familiar about it i don't know silo gold silo gold yeah no nah. so uh, they're a crypto and their whole thing is you can send anyone anyone silo with who has a through their phone number in it so it's like oh, okay. paypal but for yeah. crypto yeah um and the whole thing is they want to solve the exact problem that we just talked about which is bare conversions and shit mm-hmm. except now you can just get silo and send anyone silo in it okay i mean uh, and good. they don't need a wallet or anything like just a phone just number. send them to, just a phone number that's pretty sick how are, yeah. they, do, how are they doing uh let's see market cap 899 million oh wow it's not bad um well. the trading price right now is four pounds mm-hmm. um, and the highest was 520 have you got some cedo gold yep what did you oh you just download the app is it something like that no, you know they give it to you for free, isn't it? Oh, okay, okay. On Coinbase, if you watch their videos and answer uh, some questions. Yeah, okay. So I so got, on, I got bear. Yeah, go on. It's on Coinbase. That's that's that. Yeah, that must be good then. Yeah, it's on Coinbase. I got bear free cryptos like that, and I got some <laughs> stellar lumens. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of videos. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got some uh, compound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, compound. I, I got some. Um, the graph yeah i got some new cipher yeah i got some uh ample fourth governance tokens as well ample fourth oh, okay yeah 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 so i've got some of those to the moon bruv to the moon <laughs> i got some um, cardano as well i don't yeah. know if i bought that or not actually you just been st- studying the market studying the videos to yeah. get to get free crypto yeah bro yeah, basically, you know. Oh no, actually, I bought Cardano. Actually, okay. Yeah, I bought Cosmos. You know, on your recommendation. Yeah, Cosmos to the moon. Yep. Um, and the other one as well, one inch. I was looking at before as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then I saw your video, and then for me, it was either one inch or Cosmos. Okay. And I just decided to get Cosmos instead. Yeah, both both good projects. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think yeah, a lot a lot of things will will get decentralized 
everything will be like this this if we look at like uh eBay for example was that eBay eBay yeah obviously they that what is their main role to facilitate transactions between buyer and seller mm, is yeah. that the main job um yeah essentially yeah I guess and you boil it down to that any issues they they'll sort it out basically yup crypto blockchain will decentralize that and then <laughs> how does that solve the problem <laughs> I mean how do you the whole point of eBay is to be the middle mediator right yeah so how did you solve that with decentralization yeah because right so if I mean they 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 essentially they're like the trust point right so yep. you can trust me and then you don't have to trust the seller to mug you off or the buyer to do some madness so yeah they, they're the trust point so if with crypto because it it ensures that trust everything is on the blockchain and like you have smart contracts that will or this I've been thinking about this a lot I don't know exactly how it how it would work but I mean you could have a situation a smart contract that wants to sell out um, you put the money in escrow and then I think we spoke about this but <laughs> did, did we, speak, did yeah, we talk bro. about this yeah bro you're, you're basically talking about my business idea <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're you're decentralizing eBay. There you go. You're you're getting rid of eBay. Yeah, yeah I don't know how it functions though. Yes. Yeah. Fun- functionally, I don't know how it works in it because. Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. To be honest, you know yeah. there is a company that's doing that though, who's providing escrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me tell you the name. You might have heard of it. I think oh I don't know how how many but Ripple have got they use escrow as well so I don't know if there's one one main company but um no but what is what is a uh, what kind of escrow do they give though oh, I don't know, do it's, know? they they hold XRP in a, in an escrow and then they re- release a certain amount every month and then return it at the end of the month for anything that they don't, they don't use. What? I don't get it. So escrows they they hold XRP in in the escrow. Yeah, for what reason? Well, they basically they have like fifty billion worth of XRP, and they're Yo. putting it away so to show the people that they're not gonna just dump, or they're not able to dump the entire you know boatload of XRP onto the market which was, oh okay so they're, they're ensuring like look it's locked away you can only take every month it will automatically release like 1 billion or something like that in XRP mm-hmm. and then they return anything that they, they don't use back into escrow oh I see alright no mm-hmm. fair enough like I think um, I think this one's a bit different you know mm-hmm because uh, this one is what I want to do, which is uh, okay. So the name, uh, the company is called Kleros, K L E R O S, and okay. what they do is they're like an escrow service for actual things in it. So if you're a freelancer, if you're doing e-commerce, mm-hmm. 
stuff like that. So you can put money away, and then you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. once the service has been done, then the other person can get paid. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is some. This is something similar to what my idea was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think from what I can look at it, they built something far superior than something I can build at the moment. So. <laughs> Probably. I might have to copy their code. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do that, that's you got you've got you've got it, isn't it? You just change your name. I've got it. Yeah, I've, I've got it. I've 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 learnt the ways of the crypto community. <laughs> that's literally it, man. I'm telling you, I'm gonna copy some of this code and then release it. Bro, you can. There are bare smart contracts online for 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 tokens, URC twenty tokens. That's what I'm gonna that, do. Yeah, that, as in that's what you need to do, bruv. Like, if you want to learn to make your own, it's going to take time. Yeah. And <laughs> that's what you need to do. You just got to change the name, the symbol and the supply, you know? Yeah. Just got to decide what, what I want to copy. <laughs> no, no, as in, bro, the, 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 it's not that you copy someone else, isn't it? Yeah. You just copy the code yeah. for, a, for a token. Yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking, of what, what, whose code do I want to take? As in the code is the same. The base code is the same, in it? Wherever you go. Uh, is it? Yeah, like, like for a ERC20 token, yeah. for mm-hmm. a basic crypto exchangeable, mm-hmm. it's the same, in it? So like, let's say Uniswap. And yeah. And ZR, ZRX or something. They have the same code. Oh... Uh, so, are you talking about Uniswap, the token? Yeah. Not not the exchange. Oh, okay, okay. So there's. So the exchange has. Well, that's, that's, uh, so you got the the code for the exchange, and then you've got the code for the token. I yeah, because the token is uh, transferable, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas the exchange is obviously a platform where you can exchange tokens. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the code for a uh, a token is pretty much the same wherever ah, okay. you go or at ah, least for a basic token it's the same isn't mm-hmm. it? you can add more features onto it like if you want to add like you know like, you know how these men have like governance and mm-hmm. you know like uh what's the thing like you know when they give you money back S- like staking it, it, staking yeah yeah mm-hmm. so stuff like that if you want to add that then obviously you have to add extra code yeah, okay. but the code for a general yeah. coin is the same isn't it Okay. And yeah. you can just get that anywhere, basically. Uh, but so, would I? I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm leaning towards Cosmos, but I look at Ethereum as well. Mm-hmm. Would I have to copy the code for, let's say, Uniswap, for example? Would I have to copy the code for the exchange, and also the token? No, because you're just creating a token. You're not creating an exchange. But then, who would who would just take my tokens? Well, in the beginning, no one. (laughs) 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 But you can send them to people, innit? Just like how I sent some to you from my wallet. So when you you compile it and deploy it, then it goes live on the blockchain, innit? Okay. So so they'd just be random tokens on the blockchain that you can't really really use? Well, you can use them because they'll be in your wallet, innit? So you can send them to people. That's all it can do, though. Well, yeah, until 
unless you want to apply to Uniswap, in it. Oh, okay. In which case, you can list them on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause think about tokens as like as like creating your own currency in it. Mm-hmm. Once you go and start it, obviously no one knows your currency, so mm-hmm. you know you have it, and you can give it to people, but mm-hmm. people will can't buy it from you because they don't know about it. Yeah. So if you want to get it on an exchange like Uniswap, like I was looking at earlier, mm-hmm. then you got, I guess, go through the process of applying, you know. Uh, otherwise, if I don't do that, then I am the source of, like, if you want exactly. to get my tokens, I've got to send it to you. Exactly. Yep. So they can send you their wallet address and you can send it to them, just like how I sent mine to you. Yeah. So obviously mine was on the test server, but if you deploy yours on the actual mainnet, then, mm-hmm. you know same kind of thing like you can send them to people so it's gonna be funny i'm gonna enjoy this but you want people to be able to buy it yeah if yeah so i've got to get it listed if if that's oh you want to get it listed jeez how much does that cost (laughs) i don't know you know i haven't gone through that because i was looking at coinbase and stuff and yeah. the application process is long in it but obviously oh, now that yeah, you mentioned uni- uniswap yeah. i might check them out okay listen my coins will get listed <laughs> <laughs> if they don't get listed then you might as well copy uniswap and make your own yeah, exchange yeah. <laughs> so you can list it by yourself <laughs> just to list my coin listen Someone is going to buy my coin, yeah. Yo, actually, I'll tell you what I'll do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Once I'm done learning all my languages, Mm -hmm. as part of one of my projects, what I'll do is I'll create an exchange in it. Oh, sick, sick. Yeah, so I can list my coin on there. We can list your coin on there Yeah, 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 list my coin as well. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Calm, sorted, and I'll make that one of my projects. Yeah, yeah. Make the exchange. Then you can say, I've got a bloody exchange. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Call me the Nasdaq. <laughs> Calm. You best think of a good name for it. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get to thinking. So, um, a little bit over over time, but had to be done. I mean, it was. You said that we done forty minutes like two hours ago. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're at well a, over a, time. Hundred and hundred and two minutes. Hundred and two minutes. So an hour forty. Yeah, ish, yeah. yeah. It's all right. Over to you. <clears throat> all right. It's a good discussion today. Heavily crypto-based. <laughs> but, you know, Just now that bit. we're both in crypto, I guess that's all we're going to have to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I hope you enjoy listening. Riskypreneurs, out. <laughs>